who hopped on and you didn't really interact with him very much. Then you went to sleep. No fact checking whatsoever. <laughs> and then you had a future dream or something where you were standing in the savannah in a grove of trees. And in front of you was that refugee who was dead and there's a dagger in him. And you discovered that uh, or Scott sorry, what, what's your name? Hicklestat. Hickle discovered that he had killed this refugee for some reason. They didn't know why. Um, then it got like a little bit complicated because these like people who called themselves X came across the planes and they seemed to be like you're somehow you were in charge of them but you didn't know what's going on because you never know what's going on unfortunately especially in the future um, but you discovered that, there, that the refugee had on his person a hundred coins and the coins had on one side red on the other side just like a little X so that's a different side and on the dagger I don't remember what I said on the dagger. Was it 90 X's? Or 10? Anyway, somehow... 90. Yeah, so I think that you, they, the X guys sort of communicated with you guys in a bad way and convinced you to lay, so that you lay out all the coins in the ground, so there's 90 X's up, I mean 10 red sides up, and then they blindfolded Star Liga, and it was made clear that he was supposed to turn over, or sorry, split into piles, the, split the coins into piles such that each pile had the same number of red coins, coins that were red side face up. So, Star Liga had Mr. Haverford direct him in the separating the piles, and when it succeeded in dividing them, the coins in half, it started emitting like a very annoying, loud, whine, high-pitched sound, um, which was unpleasant, especially to the exes. Uh, then you sort of did it again, and it was really annoying, again. And then you woke up, and you woke up uh, very early in the morning, all of you, because you were all aware that the refugee was talking to someone. He was laying down on the side of the boat, or the barge facing out the, into the ocean, and he was just talking. Um, and then he, but he didn't really, he was sort of, a, you only heard one side of the conversation. It wasn't a lot of information. He was just sort of saying, like, yes, no, maybe... Um, and then he said something like, I'll contact you tomorrow or contact you later. And then he stopped and then you heard a bunch of coins clinking. Um, so I believe, after, wait, was it after this? Yeah, that you put the ghost finger in Noah's ear? You jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think, I no, think, you were uh, useful. yeah, you were just there slumped over it all night. The, the weirdest thing is that the party has not been worried really about you. I guess they verified that you're not dead. So <laughs> I guess it's not weird. So that's where we find ourselves. 
Um, the morning has broken. Back, back in west for a bit. Conversation. Yeah, I wouldn't either, I guess. So the sun is rising and you're on the barge. Klee is still um, pushing away on his pole, bringing you further and further south. Um, the refugee appears to be asleep still on the raft. You don't have any food. You should search his pockets. You don't have any water. Um, and I think that's the current situation. <laughs> and I'm stuck in the relegatorium. What was happening to yeah. me at the end of the session before last? I was in the relegatorium, and I was interacting with the voice, and something, yeah, like, where was I at the very end of that? So at one point, the voice said, do you want to go back and control? Yeah, I thought I was. Well, the voice didn't even suggest it. I was like, okay, I'm going to try and focus my will on. But, so you, you focused and you sort of like were present for like a moment. And then you got Yeah, and I, I thought I made him trip, but then the voice yeah. said that had nothing to do with me. Yeah. And then the voice, I think, I don't remember exactly what happened, but some, there was a little bit of a dispute between you and the voice, and the voice left and it stopped talking to you. I don't remember what yeah, that thought, but I think you got frustrated with the voice. <laughs> um, so yeah, we left you just sort of laying on the ground in the darkness, on the soft pillowy ground, which is where you're still laying now. Um, yeah, so uh, there's you. I guess we have to say a little bit about what if you remember what the go you when you put the finger in out ear. You talked to the ghost merger, and the ghost merger seemed to be informative and told you something. Well, first he explained, or first he, just by being a ghost merger, sort of said that ghosts also have a merger and are trying to merge. And he said that he wants to merge all the ghosts and merge all the humans so that he can make the original human titan uh, one again. So just back to being one individual. Um, But... Yeah, I guess that made Star League a little bit uncomfortable because now there's sort of two things working together to make the humans disappear instead of just the human merger. The ghost merger also mentioned that he thought that the human merger was in league with this tyrant in the south who's making the fake human. Um, wait, does Chris know anything about this? Or is... Yeah. Okay, I don't remember what you missed. Oh yeah, but we recapped. You, you went over it anyway. No, okay, I, so that's where we are. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll start with with now. You guys can just sit there tight for just a little bit, unless now doesn't know what to do. You got some nice cards there, now. I mean, I don't, but I won't. So I might as well just do something. Um, yeah. Well, I also am looking at my notes. Apparently, I saw the voice disconnected, and it was a little naked human man. I don't yeah, really remember that, but it's in my notes. So. Yeah, you. Uh, I don't remember how, exactly how that happened, but I think the voice disconnected sort of revealed itself at one point. Yeah. To try and show you some information or tease you or something. 
I mean, so, okay, I guess in lieu of any better plans, um, I'm just going to try and, like, focus my will on looking at the garden. Okay. So Which I do have a skill for, for whatever that's worth. How did you see the garden before? I don't remember. I think I just tried to see the garden. No, you, you turned really quickly. Through it than that? Yeah. No, that's what it was. You looked over your shoulder. Okay. Well, I will do that again then. Okay. But better this time, hopefully. <laughs> After some practice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the goal is you just want to see it. Turn around over and over again until again, you get really, really good at turning around really quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think, like, you should play a card. Okay. But let me remember where everything is. Okay. Friends like Ghost Boy. I have a seven in my hand, according to my notes. As I recall, hey, I, I accidentally, yeah, I double-clicked and discarded two cards. I to discard one. Okay, I'm giving you looking at the garden. And I will. Oh, I ordered a new computer, by the way. So I'll have Windows 10 again. And a possible future. More oh, yeah. Yeah. Impossible creatures. Um, okay, now, you need to get... Wow. Why is this so slow? Okay, boss. You need to get a... 7. To see the garden again. That's perfect. You can play that um, virtual Because I have a seven in my hand that doesn't actually exist, so I might as well play that so that I can have actual cards be my actual cards again. And my successes are also critical, so... That's pretty good. So you whirl around and you see in front of you the garden as you saw it before. So if you remember, there's like a path, a sort of paved path that goes in front of you, and then either side are large hedges. Uh, a few distances down the path, like at intervals, you see stone benches. At the very end of the path, you see it, maybe it opens out into a plaza of some kind, or a, yeah, an open space that's paved. Um, and you hear off to the side, winds rustling through plants. Um, you see a lot more than you saw last time, where you, you're able to hold the image in front of you for longer than last time by uh, rapidly <laughs> turning back and forth. <laughs> uh, something you're getting much better at. I guess you're just like spinning or something. Um, yeah. And at a distance, in what appears to be that pause at the end, you see what might be a figure sitting on the ground cross-legged. But you're focusing so much on turning that you... You don't really know how to move. You're just sort of watching it. 
kind of like spin my way down the path or yeah you can attempt to spin your way down the path but you don't get the, the free roll um I, <laughs> I'm gonna give you looking at the garden because you need to look at the garden in order to actually walk down there so I think it makes sense can I how about sense of direction because if I'm trying to spin while walking I don't know <laughs> I see that being actually pretty useful. Yeah. What if I, I mean, if I blundered into a hedge, that would... I'll give it to you. Makes sense. This is a lot harder. But maybe it's not too hard. It's not, it's not too hard. Okay. Get an, you, you need an eight to succeed. Uh, a seven to six is a hard choice. Uh, well, I guess we'll play this 14. Really? Am I going to do that? Hold on. Uh, if I fail, I fail critically. <coughs> I have this card that gets minus 5 if I can fail critically. Yeah, and I can always fail critically. Yes, yeah, so it's always minus 5. And it's a 5. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty bad card, I guess, <laughs> with your build. Um, I do think we should somehow invert rolls at certain times. I think that we talked about how that breaks the system. That would be interesting. Uh, well, I'm going to go I ahead. I one that switches fails and passes, so I don't know. And play this uh, four that lets me draw a card. So you're failing. Which is the critical failure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I don't think you'll like this critical failure. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be much of a critical failure if I did like it. Um, okay. So you're spinning. And actually, as you're spinning, you, you're walking along. You manage. So, I mean, you're, you're spinning in the relegatorium. You feel the squishy earth beneath your feet. But you're trying to hold the image of the garden in front of you spinning and you take a tentative step along in the relegatorium as you're spinning and you feel your foot land on something hard, like maybe a stone, like the stone path. And then you take another step and it, it feels like it just barely touches something hard and then goes back to something soft like the pillowy ground and you find yourself falling forward out of control. And your head slams into the ground, oh, and you no. hear a crack. Oh, no. And you wake up in the real world with a jolt. Oh, then, you know, yeah. I'm actually pretty okay with that. You're on the raft, and in front of you, you're sitting cross-legged on the raft. The mask is laying in your lap, split in twain. Oh, oh I'm less okay oh. with that. <laughs> and there's little blood running down your face. So it's all, the time is all the same for all of you. And you, those of you who are awake and discussing the sides that you're on or something, see uh, this event occur, which is just that. Uh, Friends, like, sits up really abruptly, like, his posture straightens, and there's a snapping sound, and the mask just falls from his face and cuts him as it falls. Two pieces. It, the, the, it breaks sort of vertically down. 
is the eye hole on each side. Alright, Curtis Files. Good yes. start. What? Good, good start. Good start, yeah, good start. Well, welcome back to the land of the living, I guess. Okay. Funny because he's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> The relegatorium is a strange place. Oh, I do want to... This is something that you realize when you say that. Is that when you stepped in the garden, you were stepping on a stone, but you were stepping on a stone with a human foot. Well. So I just realize that. It's... Hey, look at my foot now. Wait, I don't have You don't have feet. <laughs> Back, yeah. the, the guy has a weird hat, the guy who's driving our boat. He's got like a very long, like a baseball cap with a really, really long brim. This is a fact because I'm drawing this in the picture right now. <laughs> <laughs> who's the dude in yeah, Dinotopia? I, that evil guy in Dinotopia? Lee Crab. Crab, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lee Crab. Yeah, he has that weird, like, tall hat with the dinosaur teeth hanging around him. Check that again. That was a really cool book. That's yeah, they're really, really good. I tell the others of my strange misadventures in the relegatorium. Yeah. They tell you hey, of, hey, guys, uh, I had some strange misadventures in the relegatorium. So you saw what you thought was the voice disconnected to the little naked human, which you've seen before. Wait, I have? <laughs> it's the human merger. Do any of you guys remember that? Yeah, it's the human merger. <laughs> I remember. No, remember when you were... In the box? Yeah, in the box. There's a little naked human. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, it kind of makes sense, right? The relative harm is like a thing that connects humans. It's like the space where you go when you're not in your body. I don't know. It kind of makes sense that like it would have something to do with the fact that all humans are part of the Titan. Yeah. So you're sort of against the nature of things, Colin. I'm, I'm, I think the nature of things is that humans should be separate. But they're not separate, even when they think they're separate. But this I'm, is what Clark Vintas discovered with his finger. Um, but I, I, I think that's horrible and wrong, and I think humans <laughs> should be separate. Huh. It's better to be curious. Okay. Anyway, uh, your I curiosity... Think is a human issue and has no relevance to me. It does, though, because of the ghost merger. No, but you don't know about, about that. that yet. Because party sucks. <laughs> Tell him about the ghost merger. And how it's uh, relevant I to him. express shock and discomfort. Did you see a small little naked ghost in the relegatorium? No. 
That guy, yeah, that weird ghost guy we spoke to was looking for you in the relicatorium, though. Yeah, the, they asked the ghost merger to find you and bring you back. He said he would look, he would try and find you. But I guess you found your way back before he found you. Really, this ghost merger is totally unreliable. Should not be trusted. <laughs> anyway, uh, Star Liga's curiosity um, makes him wonder what those boats coming toward you on the horizon are full of. Ah, gentlemen, boats upon the horizon. I wonder what they could be full of. They're coming from the south, <laughs> in the direction you're going. I pull out my spyglass. Guns out, boys. <laughs> Guns? I draw my great axe. Guns? You have a gun? I don't have a gun. <laughs> Two of the party have guns. Yeah. Even those cracks. <laughs> you can... Yeah. You can make out... You. They look like very crowded boats. Most of them are being rowed. Um, there's one sailboat. There's about six of them that you can see. Wow. And they're very crowded. All refugees. People. Yeah, it looks like people, some ghosts, mostly humans. And are they armed? It's hard to tell, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't know, like, the total state. Right. But it looks like people are holding long, skinny things. Are they rifles? Are they spears? It's hard to tell. Are they harpoons? Are they magical javelins? But it looks like ETA... Uh, 15 minutes or so um, with the current speed at which they're coming toward you and Cleve's expert polling. We should maybe try to go around. Except they have food, I bet. Do they seem angry or do they just seem armed? Um, you can... You also wait a little bit to see. You want to just wait and make it an ETA 10 and you can see. I mean... Uh, we should do something in that time. They they don't look like like a they're you know an army or something. They they look sort of ragtag. They don't have uniforms, for example. And they're probably refugees, right? Refugees are okay. What if? I don't know. I think we should go around. I think we should meet him. <laughs> well, it's possible to break the barge in half, I suppose. <laughs> but by the time you do that, there might be 15 minutes. I think we should meet him, too. There's only really one person in charge of this decision, who's Klee, who's pushing forward. Yeah, you, but... You could try and get him to not do that. But. If you want to be a coward and hide and swim... Behind our boat. I don't know if that would actually help. But they've already seen us at this point, presumably. Probably, yeah. Well, yeah, so if we try and go around them, then we learn something important, which is whether or not they will come after us. True. I mean, I don't know. We could talk to them. That's not a bad thought. I really think they're just refugees, though. What if they want our boat? then we'll kill them. <laughs> or run away. Huge. Okay. 
So after a few minutes, you're closer to them. and Yeah, I think I've been outvoted anyway, so... Yeah, at this point, it seems like it would be hard to get around them because they're sort of in a line coming toward you. And you make out... Yeah, they're, they're pretty clearly refugees. They're dressed in, like, raggedy clothes. They're sort of a mix of women and children and, and uh, men. There aren't that many ghosts, but there are a few ghosts, and the ghosts also don't look very happy. Um, they are eyeing you with curiosity as you come closer, and when they come in within hailing distance, they shout, Hey there! Where are you going? That's a, a man on the prow of one of these boats coming towards you. That was... That's true. I mean, you're definitely going south. <laughs> it says, where are you going? North. <laughs> We're running away. South is not safe. Don't go that way. You approach closer, and you're going to pass between two boats pretty easily. I mean, it's not like they're so close to you. What's the danger? The tyrant. He's enacting horrible laws. He's like taking what? A, we've all lost our jobs to a fake human. And we don't have the freedoms that we used to have. So we've left. He can rot in hell. And as you get closer to them, you can see a lot of the refugees are sort of looking at you really oddly and and a few of them sort of move toward you like not in the water but just come to the side of the boat to peer even closer at you and say if you go that way you won't come back why not fake humans will eat you like they've eaten our women and children they'll eat us yeah that's what they do why why would they eat us I don't know. Ask the tyrant. Don't go that way. They'll go. Ah. I see. I look at the party. Um. What do you mean eat? Okay, the guy. What? <laughs> One of the other refugees is like, What's there to question? Put it in the mouth. <laughs> Tear the flesh with the teeth. Ingest. <laughs> ah, that kind of beat. I nod knowingly. The refugee <laughs> on your raft. Yes, I've done that. Gone into the middle of the raft and tried to sort of huddle down under some of Cleve's boxes. I say, how do you how do you tell a fake human from a real human? Mm. They walk weird, says one. They have this long stride. Another one says, they have no hair. Another one says, they're very pale. I look at the guy. The refugee on the boat? Yeah. He looks like a normal refugee. He has hair. And <laughs> he's skinny. He I mean, yeah, he's pale. <laughs> but a lot of the refugees on the other boats are also pale. Unlike the the flotmen, for example, they're not like super tan. Um, and there's some commotion going on on the nearest boat. You can make out there's an argument 
one person of the refugees is saying, we can't let them go that way. We could use that boat, and it's just going to get destroyed or taken by... The yeah, I, I told you, they were going to want our boat. Um, but they are just arguing and just, just passing by. Go faster. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you hear the refugee on your barge. He mumbles something that you can hear. He says, yes, I understand. Uh, Pass by. And then you continue. And the, wait, the boats go by. You guys, did you guys check his ears? Like four times. Whether you did or not, I'm going to surreptitiously look at his Like, if you just peer in, he... He doesn't have any. I assume you want to do, like, a really... I mean... I mean, I guess I can't search that deeply and also be surreptitious, probably. Yeah, exactly. That's your hand. Well... I mean, you you are able to look in his ears and see that he doesn't have fingers without him noticing that you're doing it. Maybe. And Have the boat sticking a finger up someone's nose. <laughs> I don't think you've tried that. We haven't, should we? <laughs> you probably should. Yeah, we're gonna invest hearing? points in surreptitiously <laughs> looking in people's ears, and it's not even necessarily the best orifice. I don't know. Hey, you could definitely try it out. We have uh-huh. fingers. Probably not right now, though. We could give it a go. And as you go out of hearing distance from the boats, they shout out to you. Good luck. You're going to need it. And you hear crazy also shouted at you. And the long Usakor horizon is before you, and you continue. Another day of boredom on the shallowest sea in the land. Fish in the sea? Yeah. Should we? And Titan. And mysterious sandbars and islands. Yeah, but those don't eat us. You can't eat. Yeah, it's hard to eat sandbars. But it's okay. I mean, you're just going to get eaten soon when you run into the fake humans. There's no way. Humans don't eat humans. That's not a very human thing to do. Yeah, but these are fake humans, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. No, I don't even believe in fake humans. We, so we're not going to ice the baby because that would be bad. Wait, what about the baby? We're not going back be real because otherwise you'd pick up the lucky clover and you'd be so lucky you'd find other lucky clovers then you just get all the luck from all the lucky clovers in the world oh saying that's what chris has got is what i'm saying yeah chain reaction sort of uh anyway chris yeah you succeed yeah naturally you don't you probably the axe the hatchet in there to try and 
pry open the the uh, wow, I can't see. Pry open the shutter. So you realize like after you pry a little bit, there's enough of a gap to be able to shove the axe handle in and actually just open it from the inside by pushing up on what appears to be a wooden bar, which swings open and the shutters come open without making very any noise. So you can peer in before you hop in. Inside on the ground. It looks like it used to be sort of a one big open room where people would eat and have parties. There's cushions all over the ground that are nice and in the back there might be like a little cooking room or something, but it's it's one big room with a huge table down the middle. Very nicely decorated. There's paintings on the walls and there's little golden statues, but uh, more importantly, on the, the table running down the middle, there are about ten tied-up people, gagged, and a lot of them seem to be unconscious, but a few are squirming a little bit because they've noticed you um, peering in, maybe trying to get your attention. What do they look like, these tied-up people? Uh, most of them are pale and look like maybe... They don't have any hair, and if they weren't tied up, they might have long strides. Oh. But there's one person that doesn't fit in with the mix of others, and that is quite clearly Dr. Clark Vinka, who what? seems to be unconscious. Huh. Huh. Well, that was easy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, That's completed. <laughs> wow. Good. Good thing we jumped on this ship. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, if you let it go by Klee <laughs> does not clamber up the side of the boat The refugee clambers up the side of the boat ah. Comes up alongside of you and raises both of his hands Uncertainly I, I mumble, you almost got us all killed uh, The refugee He and then is, I Don't worry, there's no time and shakes his head a little bit. Um, Chris, you also, there's a, there's, I didn't make a stair, but there's a stairwell on one of the walls that seems to go up to the next floor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's like a, I would say like, you're, let's say the two doors are sort of on near the head of the table. Um, and the stairwell, there's one door where you are, and on the other side there's another door. Um, and then there's the stairwell sort of at the mid midpoint of the table that goes up the wall to the second um, second floor. Uh, and you hear shouted above. All right, all right. Now move out away from the stairwell, and, and we'll come down and talk to you. Uh, move away from the stairwell where yeah. weapons are hidden? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, this is good. This is good. We got Chris in. They seem to be okay with Scott having the javelin on his back. So they're going to come down the stairs and they're going to find me here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but you're not inside yet. I mean, good is relative, but it's rel- it could be worse. Uh, I move toward the side of the boat so I can jump off if I have. Okay. They say, we're coming down, but no funny business. We'll leave a rifle trained on you. I say, wait, how do we know 
that we can trust you. <laughs> That's what we're coming down to find out. We're going to talk it over like human, real human. We dropped our weapons. I think you should drop yours. Uh, all right. I don't know. Do you, <laughs> they sort of have the upper hand. Yeah. Um, he says, we won't come out with any weapons, but, yeah, we're okay. There's two of us. We're going to come out without any weapons. That is not two of them. But... Don't make any moves, because there might be a third. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, you oh. hear footsteps, and Chris, you hear footsteps. And Are there any really good hiding places in this, this room? Like a, a yeah. Uh, There is a chest. I could just hide under the table, I guess. Yeah, that's, I probably, hide on that's the, the most obvious one. I think the best place would be under the table. You could also... At this point, it might be too difficult, but you could have gone and stood behind the stairs. But it oh, might be too I late to get there at this point. I can do it. I'm fast. All right, go for it. So behind the stairs, you mean the stairs? So the stairs come oh, down, down like, like facing a, the doors. But yeah, you could, and they're right. on a wall. So there's yeah. just like an alcove behind them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I could give you escaping for this one because you are sort of escaping. Am I sneaking on a ship? Yeah. I say so. Oh. Am I doing unusually brutal murder? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. That's what the hatchet's for. All right. You have a good bonus, but it's a hard roll. Um, you don't know anything about the roll. Right. You just have to book it and hope. Oh man, that's a that's a good card too. I can get more cards that way. Oh god! And I'll be stacking my card list to draw two cards every time I draw a card. Holy! <laughs> <laughs> um, you really have a card that you draw two cards every time you draw a card? We have to discard one of them, but yeah. Still, that's you get all good. your cards are just hot. All right. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> You're going to get that, that. Yeah, I really hope. It'll be <laughs> um, like in the next three draws, say. But he won't keep it. Yeah, but he doesn't have to keep it, right? He just has no, to draw it. Has to draw it. Ah. Yeah. Right. I don't remember the wording. You might be able to keep one other card, too. Okay, I'm going to play this 14. Oh, wow. You pass handily. You clamber in and do like a sweet little action roll under the table and end up on the other side of the stairwell, pressed against the, the wooden wall. And you hear the footsteps of two people coming down the stairs. Um, and exiting through the door. Um, to exit through the door, you hear the turning of a key and the throwing of a bolt. Um, the rest of the party, you see two people come out 
on uh, the, like the door opens, you see two figures, and you see they both before stepping out, they both throw out onto the ground in front of them. And they each throw out a saw, a oh. long, slender, serrated saw blade, and then they come out with their hands in full view and say, "See, we're honest." Good. That makes so, sense of us. Who are you? Sawblade. Travelers. We're going south. Why are you going south? No, we what do you know? What do you know about thing. what's going on there? We've heard bad things. So we, we've we've experienced them. Who are you? What are you doing? Well. We you were, we were slavers. We were tasked with a, uh, our boss tasked us with a, a mission to get a doctor. And we succeeded. But then things went horribly wrong when we ran into these guys. And he points at the blood stains all over the, the deck. Slavers. Yeah. That's not very nice, is it? Well, you have to make a living somehow. But uh, I don't think we'll be making a living to slaving any time in the future. Um, because our all of our whole team just got massacred. Mm-hmm. And why, um, why did they get... What happened? How did they get massacred? Well, they they attacked one night, these fake humans. Um, We've heard about them from our contacts in the South. And so when we saw them, we knew right away who they were. They climbed up the side of our boat, and they killed all of us. We managed to fight them off by going up to the, like, locking ourselves into this building, he points over their shoulder, and fighting them off. Um... And we even captured a few of them. Um, but it's a pirate victory, I guess, because they killed everyone and took away all of our slaves, but uh, but the doctor, who we managed to save because he's worth the most. But I don't think we'll be able to get where we're going. Doesn't look like it. No. Uh, were you going south? We I were. Uh, we were told. We were told to meet in the south. Um, we have like a. Uh, we had an appointment to meet yesterday at a certain island, um, near the coast. But after we got attacked, we were unable to make the appointment. Well, you need a ride. We got a boat. Yeah. We could get you there. I think our contact will fled, but we might as well go there. Yeah. But why would you help us? We're going south anyway. I think you're in we're a hard a place. Nice guys. We're going to leave you here. Why are you going to the south? Um, looking for my brother. <laughs> uh, okay. Actually, what his brother, and I point to Nellis. Uh, you need to look him up and down. I try to look as, as much like someone who has a brother as possible. 
A ghost? Yeah. A ghost brother? To me or to Nellis? To Nellis. Uh, not last time I saw him. They shake their heads and say, strange things are going on in the south. I fear for anyone who's there. But we understand. Uh, they they buy it. They believe it. Um, no. Um, yeah. It's a big-ass boat they have for no people. Well, they, their people got killed. Yeah. Um, I think, so you, you say you have some of these fake humans. Yeah, inside there, he points over your shoulder. Uh, I, huh. um, uh, so, Chris, at this point you hear very quietly... Someone or two people are coming down the stairs, trying to be found. Is my sneakiness still hold? Your sneakiness still hold. You don't have to hide from them, but I'll re- I'll remain sneaky. <coughs> okay. <coughs> they say to you guys, "Yeah, we have them inside there. If you'd like to look at them, we should load them onto your raft if we're going to go." Yeah. <coughs> Why? They seem like a liability. Uh, uh, we can bargain them or sell them. <coughs> we can sell them? I mean, we are slavers after all. <coughs> but they... They apparently eat people. I, I don't want to get eaten. Well, we've tied them up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Chris, you see these, there's two, uh, people. They're carrying long, slender, serrated saw blades. <laughs> one with a rifle on his back. They very quietly sneak out through the door opposite the ones that these guys came out of, and they're standing in front of. Um, so they would be going on to the other side of the boat. Maybe I'll follow them in a sneaky and clandestine manner with a hatchet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds good. Let's see where they go. Um, uh, the uh, I want to get shown the fake human. Yeah, so they want to show you in and see the fake human. So they they go back inside. Chris, you can sneak out after these two guys before they come back in, outside very quickly. Yes. <laughs> um, you don't have to roll for that. They're, they've, the, the people you're following, they've gone down sort of the side of the, the building opposite where this conversation is going on. Um, and they're sneaking quietly to what end, we don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, then, yeah, so they, the two guys that you, the party is talking to, you can, they, they go inside and they, you guys can follow them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll follow them. Everyone's so you talking. see, yeah, there's... Well, so, as I'm going past them, I want to try and surreptitiously check their ears. Okay. This is a good time for a roll. If I 
can open your tab. Why does it take so long? I would like to say that my hand is in my pocket, and in my pocket is Arthur's thing. All right. Yeah, everything is slow. This app is slow. That. I don't know. Well, it only happens. I think it's the skill web graph. Is at least what I'm gathering. Like if you click redraw, then it makes everything flow. Hmm. But maybe that's not it. I don't know for sure. It is not noticeably slow for me, but I also do not have the skill web graph up at the moment. Yeah, I guess right now it isn't slow for me either, and I don't either. So I don't know. Now you need a seven to pass. Which is a critical path. Well, of course. <laughs> um, and I drew an eight, so I'll play that. Great. So you see, as you come by and peer into the room, that they both have fingers in their ears. Both. Um, the critical path is that both of them, instead of just one. Uh, sure, okay. Uh, I wasn't going to let you have both of them. We're going to check two ears of the one. Yeah, so you, you see there's nine strange-looking people on the tied onto the table and also carved into there. He doesn't look like he's in great shape. It's been a while since you saw him, and he's um, skinnier, like he hasn't been as well-fed. Hair is growing out, um, and he's currently unconscious. Um, Chris, you're, you follow the two guys down the stairs onto the next level where the <coughs> benches and the rowing oars are, and then down the stairs again into the flooded floor, and then they swim out through the... They, they sort of swim, climb out through the oars, hatches on the side opposite of where your raft is, and then swim underwater around in that direction. I assume you follow them. They're going to kill our Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the party, they point them out to you. These nine... They're the uh, fake ones. That one's the doctor. Um, I, two of the fake ones are struggling. They're, they're awake and are aware of you and notice you. They're gnashing their teeth through the... I the say hello. Gag. One, of, one of the teeth-gnashing fake ones. He shakes his head vigorously. They say you eat flesh. <laughs> he has he has like a gag, like there's something tied through his mouth, so he wouldn't really be able to talk. Oh, I would like to de-gag him. Okay. Um, let's put the finger in here. So you step forward to do that, but the two say, no, 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 they're really dangerous, don't do that. They might call for their allies, too. What allies? I've never, I've never met a fake thing before, I just, just wanted to. They're not pleasant, and they don't like to talk, they like to eat. No. I'm going to make an alter allies. What allies? 
I don't know. Oh, you asked it, sorry. They say, yeah. yeah, no, they have this loud screeching sound that they're able to make. We think it might bring in other ones or something. Say, and what's well. there? And they're going up the stairs. Um, yeah, so them, so if they try to stop me, I can maybe. Hey, hey, don't go up there. That's where we've been hiding out. They, they say, don't go up there. Part of the deal. That's where some weapons are. I don't think it'd be fair if you were to go up there. No, no, it's all right. We can trust each other now, right? So it doesn't matter. If you guys are going to be traveling with us, better trust each other a little bit more than this, don't you think? Yeah, but you outnumber us. And one of them moves to follow you up the stairs. Not in an aggressive way. He just wants to follow you. Yeah, he can follow us. I think I'm okay with that for the moment. What do you think we want? What would we get? I say, don't worry about me. I'll, I'll just be a moment. I'm just looking around. They keep go up to the top. Okay. Um, the say, uh, I don't suppose you have any tea around here, do you? You can make us all a lovely pot of tea. It would be very nice. But, <laughs> so on the second, that you go up to the second floor. Um, it's a pretty nice room. It's like, um, it's kind of like an attic-looking room because it has wooden ceiling and beams and things like that, and the light's coming into these windows. But it's well decorated, and there's again cushions on the floor. It maybe it's some sort of like smoking room slash bedroom. Some of the cushions are big enough to be like beds, and there's like a water pipe on the ground, like a hookah, and there's various objects like little chests of spices and um, so on on, on the, the walls. But there's also, there's a rifle propped up against one of the windows, and one of the windows is blasted through. That was the one that they shot at you from. Um, there's also some like just empty tins of meat and so on. Um, there's also some other saw blades. Oh, what case? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each with some tea in it. There is. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a stove of some kind that you can make. Oh, great. So yeah, I'm gonna start making tea. Chris, and I'll drink some tea together. Yeah. We'll be relaxing. Um, as you round the boat. Uh, and you, you can see one of them, they break apart. One is going toward the raft. The other has... Our raft. Toward your raft, yeah. He's sneaking very quietly and is going to swim underwater to the raft. The other one has stopped, though, ahead of you, and he tied to the underside of this boat. Um, you can see just between the sand and the, the boat itself, there is a thorb. It's what? like tied onto the bottom of the boat, and there's something around its, its uh, beak. Um, but it appears to be alive, so maybe that thing around its beak is 
preventing it from drowning or something. It's like a cloth wrapping. Um, and this guy is attempting to un untie it somehow from below the place. I don't know. So should I stop the guy untying the sewer, or should I stop the guy going for our boat? Yeah. That's a tricky That's a very decision. good question. You should stop them both. That is my strategic opinion. Yeah. I'll leave the implementation. I'll leave the talking to someone else. Apparently I can't. But. Um, so yeah, you can make your tea note if you want. There's a stove and tea. The rest of the party's still on the second floor, but the other guy has followed you up and is... I'm going to follow the guy going for a boat. Okay. The one, you can do that easily. The one who's untying the thorb is distracted and you can easily swim by. Yeah. I'm going to boil some water. Uh, what I decided to do with that water, I don't know. Okay. Other party members, you're alone in a room. Nine, well, not alone at all. There's nine tied up guys, Dr. Vinta and one of the slavers. Yeah. And... Uh, Wait, so did they, did they both follow me upstairs? Or no, only one, only one. Okay, that's what I thought. So at some point we're going to start a fight. <laughs> I think probably, yeah. None of you guys know this. That at no. some point we're going to start a fight? Yeah, you know, what? They have quite been to tie up. That's our mission. They have fingers in their ears. Oh, yeah, they have fingers in their ears. But we don't know that. Only now that. No one knows that. I wish that I knew how to tell you in a way that was surreptitious. We need hand signal language. Pointing your ear with a finger. So many individuals throughout history have. <laughs> well, we really just need like you to like say some that finger. Help us with that. Too late now, I'm upstairs. Yeah. Plus, they might learn if you say something not very subtle about fingers. We would probably catch on exactly what we knew. They knew and then we the fight would happen a bit ahead of itself. Well, the story is that we should play more Spyfall. That, that is always a good thing. We could get good at that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> I I would like to, like, walking on the table, brush against Clark Vinta's feet or something. Apparently on accident. Okay. With what goal? Make him up. Okay. He's, like, pretty asleep. Or unconscious. Let his yarn go. Okay. Like, throw his yarn at him or something. Oh, do I have his yarn? Um, I don't know which one of you has his yarn. I don't know. I might have it. We'll just yeah. my sheet tent. Well, certainly not me. 
Uh, okay, Chris. The one in front of you is going to attempt to apprehend Klee by jumping onto the raft um, and pulling him underwater or something. Jumping up and pulling him. Might stop him from jumping on the raft. Yeah. How do you want to do that? Well, I can either grab him or I can hatch him. Hatch him is probably kind of unusually brutal murder. <laughs> yeah, that could definitely work. Are we, are we, are we at, do we want to, like, kick these guys out? Are we, are we convinced of their, their dubiousness? They have the fog. They have the Karsinka. They're going they're to kill Hillcree. They're slavers. They're slavers. I think the list is pretty convincing here. Okay. I'm pretty okay. sure that whatever you guys do, this one up here with me is going to get a pot full of boiling water in the face or something at any moment now, so. Well, this one down here is okay. going to get a finger in his ear, which already has a finger in it, but I don't know that. You can do the UBM then. Maybe it'll be the other ear. All right, Chris. The UBM? UBM. All right. Shouldn't be too bad. A nice little sneak attack. Uh, you need a five. Trivial. To UBM this whole. A five? Yeah, some rolls are easy. When you draw this card, draw a card. When you draw a card, draw two cards and discard one. Well, I'm drawing. Chris, how many actual cards do you actually have? Well, we'll have to do cards card two now. <laughs> Whenever you play a card, one player of your choice may replace it with one of their cards. Oh, that's good. I'm going to discard that. Not keep that one and not keep that one. Okay. Uh, it's a five total? Well, yeah. that's good for you because you're always going to have the card you want. Yeah, but it's also a 14. How, so, like, if I wanted to tell Chris that he should let me replace his card with a card in a way that wasn't cheating, just as a totally hypothetical example. Well, you, he would play a card. And then you could say, can I replace that card? 